What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. The only podcast in the world that isn't every other podcast in the world. And I'm the only only honest person on the internet. And I take pride in that. You know, some people are like, oh, this is my country. I take pride in it. And other people are like, oh, I sleep with dudes. I take pride in it. You know what I take pride in? Everybody's got to take pride in something. If you don't take a little bit of pride in anything, then who are you? What are you? You're nothing. You're just a little you're just a little speck in the wind. You're 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 the speck without the rest. You you're the respect without the rest of Birdman, the number one lyricist on the whole planet, you know? So what I take pride in is being honest. And I think you take pride in being able to handle the truth. And I think a lot of people, they screw up the world by trying to be too virtuous, right? They try to be too virtuous. They try to be too, like, we should hide everything. I heard an analogy the other day. It's like uh, a lot of these virtuous people, it's like watering a cactus. And this made perfect sense to me because, you know, it's like watering a cactus. You think, oh, I haven't watered this thing in three weeks. This thing is dying. I need to love and nurture it. But the more energy you pour onto this damn thing, you're just going to drown it where the best thing you can do is just let it be. Let it be with all its imperfections and its little prickly things and potentially hurting people. But sometimes you get involved not knowing what the fuck you're doing and you just make things worse. And the perfect example is that is literally everybody in America on every political spectrum. And is it just me? Is there every time you tune into any sort of media at all, it seems like the world's about to fucking blow up, you know? And that's the thing I don't get about all these crazy leftists is that they said, oh, Donald Trump is going to bring in World War III. Oh, Donald Trump is going to do all this. And now all, all that shit's happening right now. Who, who, who's Biden want smoke with? Iran, Hamas, Korea, Texas, everybody, dude. Who am I forgetting? Palestine. This guy can't decide who he wants war with. Um, It's crazy, dude. But, uh. Yeah, both sides do it, bro. <laughs> it just hit me how fucked up that is, and my brain just totally like blanked. Like, oh, I'm trying to space this stuff out. You ever? It's like falling off the wagon, dude. For me, it's like falling off the wagon. So I'm gonna tell myself, I'm not gonna care about any of this shit anymore. I'm not gonna involve myself with all these silly things. I'm just gonna mind my freaking business. Can I do it? No, I can't. I can't. It's like Jay-Z, Jay-Z's like, I can't leave, leave rap alone, the game needs me. And that's like me with the fuckery of the world. I can't leave it alone, I can't I can't not care, I can't just turn a blind eye. But I can, I've been working on very just minding my own business, and I wish more people would just mind their own business, because I think if everybody just minded their own business and worried about themselves and did the little things right in their own lives, you know, like Jordan Peterson talks about, like, oh, your, your life is haywire, you think the world's fucked up, make your bed. You ever just walk in somebody's house and it's just a fucking pigsty and you just know everything you need to know about them? You could you could spend a whole week with somebody working shoulder, years. You could spend years working shoulder to shoulder with somebody. You think, oh, I got a good idea for this person. Then you go to their house and you see the condition that their house is in or how their animals act or like how their spouse acts around there. And you're like, oh, fuck, I was wrong. Because we can carry around these faces and be whoever we want. But then if you go into somebody's environment, you know exactly, okay, that's what this person is. There's shit laying around everywhere. Their life is fucked up. So that's if everybody just did the little things in their own lives, right? If we worried about our own little 
You know, some people are born into dynasties. You're probably not. Your dad was probably a carpenter. Your mom was maybe a first grade teacher. Right. You lived in a household. 90K total income or something like that. You had a good life. You got a car when you were 16. You got a little Toyota Camry. You paid your own insurance. Yada, yada, yada. You're a good person. Okay. So we're born into. So build your own life. Like do the things around you that are important. I'll be like, uh, Palestine, let me shut down a fucking freeway so some pregnant lady can't deliver her kid. Because bombs are falling on Palestine because... I understand me, freshman in college, understand the geopolitical spectrum and a holy war that's been going on for thousands of years. We just all need to mind our fucking business. Ugh. I almost threw up on camera. Speaking of minding our business, you know, it's, it's this big trendy thing right now to post anything about airplane malfunctions. Because if you've seen the door get blown out of that 737 after all the as it is with the 737 it's just a very trendy thing to do okay so if you're on an airplane and some mishap happens it's a very trendy thing to do then you go in the comments you go in the comments there was like oh bo like there was an airplane today like some delta airplane i think it was and it had a flat tire on the runway and some guy was filming the thing just shaking i mean the comments oh there goes boeing again oh there goes boeing again but it's like the airplane was 20 years old and then these dumb comments, you know, it's probably the same people blocking traffic for Palestine. They're like, oh, well, it's still a Boeing airplane. So if you go take your fucking Kia Prius that you probably drive, if you go take that out on the road and if you get a flat tire, is that Kia's fault? Why do you think there's maintenance on these aircraft? Okay. <laughs> you don't just sell the airplane and then nothing ever happens to the airplane. That's why there's mechanics. That's why there's engineers. That's why there's... Safety precaution. That's why there's qualities, quality, uh, yada, yada. Shit, ha like the, the airplanes are con like, you think about all the stress that the aircraft are under, right? The airlines are at fault for most of the shit. I mean, the 737 is a bad example because there were some, you know, some bad things going on with it, but is it good clickbait? Yes. Is a lot of it fake news? Yes. Yeah, do things need to be maintained. That's like everything. Everything in the world needs to be maintained. You buy a car, like, if you need an oil change within six months of buying your new truck, and you're like, oh, fucking Ford piece of shit. I had to get my 6,000-mile oil change. Fuck Ford. No. All of a sudden, a 20-year-old 20, 20 aircraft gets a flat tire, and everybody's like, oh, fuck Boeing. Nah, fuck you, dude. You have no idea what you're talking about. That's the problem. Everybody starts talking about shit they don't talk about. Everybody's scared to fly. Uh, I mean... I'd be scared to fly too if I had some fucking diversity hire pilot or something like that. But that is, I don't know, dude. Shit's wild. We're living in, uh, <laughs> we're living in idiocracy. But the good thing about living in idiocracy, you can either look at it like, oh, the world's declined and everything's going to shit, blah, blah, blah. Or you can use it as self-assurance. Like, well, if I try a little harder, I can probably amount to anything I want in life because I'm competing with a bunch of fucking morons. See, I look at it as a positive. Knowing that everybody's stupid, I know I can just go out into the world and just get away with murder because people are going to be too dumb to... They're going to be too dumb to stop me. Like, who the fuck's going to stop me? Anybody smart enough to stop me, they got bigger shit going on. They got bigger shit to worry about. They're minding their own business. Anybody who's going to worry about what I'm doing or try to stop me is going to be a fucking idiot with nothing going on in their own life. So how am I going to square up against a fucking idiot? I'm going to fucking... Squash these ants with a fucking sledgehammer, dude. No, no, nobody. 
nobody that can actually stop you in your tracks is going to try to stop you in your their track in your tracks because they're going to be busy trying to do their own thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm out of my own business because what the fuck business do I have to try to go fuck somebody else's life up, try to cancel them, blah, 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 because I don't care. I'm doing my own thing. I got plenty of dirt on people. Am I ever going to use it? No. Why would I? I got my own problems going on. I got my own shit I want to take care of, dude. I don't know, dude. I guess, uh, you know, everybody, there's this need. There's this need to feel important and some people that can't that can't bring importance to their own lives what they need to do is they need to interject in other people's lives and if they fail at doing that they try to use their compassion you hear this word compassion it's so blown out they're like oh you're not compassionate oh you're not kindness kindness and compassion you know who's not compassionate this guy now do i have a heart yes Am I going to go kick a fucking puppy in the face? No. Am I going to do anything to harm anybody? No. But we'll use this word compassion. Oh, you need to have compassion. You need to have compassion. Some of you are just fucking idiots and you ruin your own life and you can't. Some people just make bad decisions and they have to get themselves out of those bad decisions so they stop making them. He's like, oh, we need to have compassion. Compassion. What are you having compassion for, dude? That's what some, some people's whole personality is just, I don't know. And that's the problem with the right and with the left, right? It's like the, the, the left, they're never happy with whatever's going on right now. No matter if it's great, they're like, we have to make progress. We have to. God damn it. <laughs> they're always like, we have to make progress no matter what's going on. We have to push things forward. Then you get the fucking conservatives where they're just like, oh, I don't like change. There's got to be a middle ground where we move things forward, but we also kind of find the things that are working. And like I said, mind our business. And maybe they're not perfect, but if they're working, it's like we can't just fucking shoot for the stars and throw all logic out of the window and just try some unproven shit like all at the same time and just create absolute chaos. Because you know who wants to do this is these rich fucking people who are removed from the realities of it. They're like, well, I want to be a virtuous person. I want to be at my cocktail party and say that, ah, yes, open the border. The United States should be for everybody. No humans illegal. You think the Native Americans are saying that? You think they weren't some dumbass Native Americans that were like, oh, let's let the whiteies in? No. (laughs) There were definitely some, and they probably called them, oh, you are hateful. White men mean good. No, look what they did. Fucking white devils came in here and started giving smallpox blankets. So what do you think? So, so here, here's here's the loony lefty logic, right? Let's go get involved in every conflict that doesn't concern us because it's a virtuous thing to do. Israel, Palestine, it doesn't concern us. Why the fuck would we get involved? But then we go get involved, right? We go get, now we got the, the hooties or whatever the fuck these goat fuckers are called, right? We go get involved in that shit. And then after we get involved, like, oh, let's just open up our southern border. Like, let's go get involved in every single conflict in the world and just allow everybody to just walk into our house. And I don't know, dude. And the same people that use these terms like conspiracy theorists, right? Well, whenever there's something like the border, for instance, the border, they say, oh, it's because Republicans can't come to terms with the bipartisan bill. 
uh, like, oh, every, everything happening at the at the borders because Republicans want that to make Joe Biden look bad so they can win the election. These are the same people that call people conspiracy theories. What kind of fucking conspiracy theory is that that Republicans are purposely destroying the country under Biden instead of just admitting that Biden administration is destroying the country because of the incompetence of all this woke progressive bullshit that it has been proven not to work. Instead, they'd be like, oh, Republicans are destroying the country so they make Joe Biden look bad so they can elect Donald Trump again. Do you think anybody would want Donald Trump again if Biden didn't suck dick? You people are fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> Oh, I miss doing this podcast. Can you imagine us walking around with all this shit in you all the time? That's my life. I just got to walk around with all this fucking garbage. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Anyways, where are we at time-wise, dude? Oh, my God, we're only at 13 minutes. I feel like I just went on a goddamn rampage. I'll tell you a story to wrap this episode up. Let's talk about a, uh, a lighter note, okay? So I used to live in California. I used to go to audio school. I was trying to be a music producer. Uh, when I said I was trying to be, I was. I was making my own music, audio engineer, blah, 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 blah. And I lived at this place. It was called the Chateau, and it was basically a hostel. But it was like a long-term hostel. So everybody that lived there, it wasn't just like when you think of a hostel, it's like somewhere tourists pop in for two, three nights or something like that, right? All of us like lived there, but none of us signed leases. So we're kind of like this family, you know, it was kind of this weird thing. But with that, anybody could move in. Right. And so this guy showed up and the closest person I can. If you ever seen the movie Iceman, you know, that actor that plays Iceman, where he's also the FBI detective on Boardwalk Empire. That is the closest thing I can compare him to is the FBI detective on Boardwalk Empire. Okay. That's what he's like with the types like hit himself in the back and he looked like him. And his name was Chris and we called him creepy. And I think he, he kind of lost his mind because I remember him talking about he had this invention about like a, a, a flash card printer or something like that. And somebody stole his invention like a, an old roommate of his stole his invention and went out and made millions of dollars. and He kind of lost his shit. And so at the Chateau, right? At the chateau, there were cameras in the main living room spaces, right? But all of us, like I said, we were kind of this family. Like, everybody trusted each other. Like, it was just like a fun, cool place to be, like, in your early 20s in L.A., you know? Like, everybody that lived there was either trying to be an actor, a musician, or something. You know, it was just like a fun... It's like It was like that show Silicon Valley where they had the incubator. It was We had this house where it's like all of us, like all these creatives would just hang out, you know? I did learn living in that environment that I don't really like actors, though, because they'll just jump into this, like, actors are fucking weird because they don't know how to live in reality. It'll be just like a normal moment, right? Like, I'm all about sincerity and honesty, and these actors, they'll just start fucking method acting in the middle of something. Like, they'll treat you as their little experiment. It's like, dude, okay. But anyways... So we had cameras in the main main living room, right? And uh, I, I left my MacBook charger down there, one, like I, as I always would, right? I would just leave it in a socket and I'd go plug it in. And then one day it was fucking gone. And then uh, I checked Gary. Gary was the landlord. Gary was cool as fuck. Scary, hairy Gary. And I'm just like, dude, my, my MacBook charger is gone. And so he goes and looks at the cameras and we see creepy Chris. He just goes and unplugs it. And walks upstairs with it, right? 
And so I'm thinking like, oh, he was just using it. You know, I'm not thinking anything bad. And so I go, uh, I go walk up to him like, hey, Chris, uh, you got, do you have my, my MacBook charger? And he's like, no. I'm like, no, like I, I, I'm being nice, but like, I know you have my MacBook charger. I saw you on film taking. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, all right, bro. Like, like I thought you were just using it, but I know you stole my MacBook charger. And he's like, oh, 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 the the MacBook charger. Oh, okay. Okay. And so he goes and grabs it. He's like, oh, sorry about that. I totally forgot. And then at this point, I'm just like, all right, fuck this guy, okay? Because he was already really weird. And like I said, he looked exactly like the Boardwalk Empire guy. I'm going to post a picture of that guy in this in this clip. So if you're listening to this on an audio thing, go uh, watch on YouTube. Or just go Google FBI agent Boardwalk Empire. And... um. I forget what his, I forget what his, what's his name? FBI agent boardwalk empire actor. What's his name? Michael Shannon is his name. Okay. So this guy looked like a young Michael Shannon that whipped himself over the back with a belt. And so at this point, I fucking hate this guy because he tried to steal from me and I absolutely hate thieves. And this is around the time when I walked outside and I found my truck on blocks. A neighbor, this Mexican neighbor guy was like, hey, you guys all park here because, you know, it's like 20 of us living in this fucking eight bedroom house. He's like, hey, you guys are all uh, parking your cars here. I was like, yeah, we are. And then I came out and my little fucking beaner truck was on blocks one day. So they stole my my rims. (laughs) But anyways. So I have my friends from up north, right? I have my friends, Garrett, Austin, and Nate. I have them come down and visit me in LA and stay with us. Now, we go to Ralph's. I buy like $200 worth of groceries, which before Biden, that was a lot of groceries. We buy a bunch of shit. I invite a couple buddies from the Chateau, like my guy, Sean, this guy, Mohammed, that I was close with. Uh, Mo, we just called him. I think, uh, I forget, just like a couple bros, you know? It's like six or seven of us. We're hanging out in the courtyard, barbecue and chilling. And all of a sudden I hear the door swing open and it's fucking Chris. Dunk. Creepy Chris, the guy that stole my, my MacBook charger, fucking Michael Shannon looking ass. So he walks outside and right then Austin pulls off some of the meat off the grill and he puts it on the table. And we're sitting there, you know, ripping cigarettes, drinking drinks, drinking beers, having fun, blah, 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 blah. Chris sits down uninvited the food goes on the table that I paid for, for all these people. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Hey Rodney, dig in. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks bro. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll help myself. Thank you. And so this was my like, fuck this guy times two. All right. Then my third interaction with this man, my third interaction with this guy is he finally moved out of the chateau. Now, I had another friend, his name was Manny, and it was funny because he was Jewish and he would do weird shit like he couldn't shit without the faucet running, so he'd always turn on the water when he was taking a shit. Or he would go in there and jerk off. He would do either or. He wouldn't change his underwear all week because he wouldn't want to spend money on the coin laundry. So what he would do is he would wear his underwear and then he would flip his underwear inside out so his underwear wouldn't get dirty because he was just, you know, a cheap J. 
And he'll, I'm not, dude, he would, he'll admit this. You know what I mean? Like when my tires got stolen, I told you about, he was like, oh my God, could you imagine if my tires got stolen? And I was just like, yeah, I could imagine if your tires got stolen. EG. And so, uh, but so Manny, this guy named Ross, this like Pakistani Swedish guy and creepy Chris, they moved in together. The three of them moved into a studio apartment. This is LA. Okay. This is LA. These things happen. <laughs> they have like <laughs> they're like two beds in the in the living room, one bed in the fucking actual bedroom. They all their computers set up. Total just bro cave, right? And uh, Manny and I, like I said, Manny and I were friends. And so I go, I go to hang out with Manny one night, and then uh, creepy Chris shows up, fucking blacked out. Well, not even blacked out, just fucking hammered, right? And he walks in, and this was in 2011, okay? So the trans thing wasn't as prevalent. So he walks in with a, a, a trans a trans woman. <laughs> and then, you know, they sit down, and everybody's being nice. You know, nobody's like, everybody's being nice. But, like, we know what's going on, but we don't know if he knows what's going on, right? And so, because it was just like a thing at the time, like catfishing, but trans people... And then so uh, Manny and I, we, we, we pull Chris to the side. And, you know, we're, we're hanging out with them and we're just like, you know, Manny and I are looking at each other like, bro, what the fuck is going on right now? And then so we kind of pull Chris to the side. Actually, was out. we tell him, pull him outside. We say we're going to go smoke. <laughs> we just left Ross with the fucking. Um, I can't say that word. I got to edit that out. Remind me to do that. Me. Um. And so we tell Chris, like, dude, you know that's a man, right? And he's like, huh? We're like, dude, that's a man. And he just goes, eh, a mouth is a mouth. And fun fact, uh, the laptop that I am recording this audio on is the same laptop and the same charger that the guy stole. Well, it's not the same laptop he stole, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Lord Petty Podcast. Uh, go buy my book, The Petty Principles. It's only $6.69. If you don't have $6.69, you're a broke-ass bitch. Um... Go sub to my YouTube channel and um, thank you for being part of the greatest podcast in the world. I will see y'all later. Deuces.